Happy Death Day to You is the movie I just saw. It's the sequel to Happy Death Day. And I'm just going to jump right into it. I thought this was a decent movie. I was going back and forth throughout the whole thing, debating as to whether or not I thought this was decent, okay, or whether or not I just didn't like it or not. Um, and it basically went scene to scene. Uh, my feelings kind of wavered there. <clears throat> this movie is only an hour and 40 minutes long, yet it feels like it's too long, honestly. Uh, they're obviously using some of the same scenes from the first movie, because that's actually a part of the, the plot of this one. And seeing those same scenes over again from the first movie on top of seeing the, the same scenes from this one over and over again was kind of grating on me, actually. And I just... I got really tired of that. And right after this new story started to get going and the challenges of this movie started to reveal itself in the first act, I was already uh, hoping for things to, to get resolved quickly and to wrap up. Uh, because an hour and 40 minutes of seeing the same scenes over and over again, even, if, even though they are offering new things, it just it's tiring. Um, and this movie needed to be absolutely no more than, than an hour 40, which, which it is, it's an hour 40 on the dot, but that felt like it was too much in my opinion. And, uh, there are a few extra scenes after what you think is an ending to the movie, just like in the first one, there are a few extra scenes after what you think is the ending and what should have been the ending. And not only did this movie feel too long, but it was also filled with horror cliches, uh, lazy horror cliches, whether it was false jump scares, which are jump scares in which the thing jumping out at you and scaring you is not the thing you're supposed to be scared of. It's a, it's a friend or an animal or something that's actually not scary. Those are false jump scares, and this movie has a lot of them. It is also filled with poor, cliched horror movie decisions from the from its characters. Uh, I guess you would call that bad writing, uh, because so many different times, characters would forego the obvious decision in order to keep the plot going. Another thing that stood out was that this one, this installment, relied heavily on comedy. The first one had had some comedy in it, uh, but it was a good, I felt like it was a good mix of horror and comedy. But this one, there's so much more comedy. There are two scenes towards the end in the third act that are so cringeworthy because they are straight up comedic scenes. And it's hard to watch. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's hard to watch. I mean, they stick out like a sore thumb. You'll know it when you see it. But yeah, this movie relied too much on comedy, and I thought that hurt it.
And I'll just end with the positives, the things that made me actually like this film. Jessica Roth, the lead actress in this movie, once again, she was great. She is a really good actress. Um, I'm surprised I haven't seen her in more things at this point. But she's great. She carries the film once again. And another thing I liked about this movie, which is also something I liked about the first one, is the emotional scenes. They really work for me. Uh, the scenes in which you get more background on the lead character's family and more interaction with her family, those scenes are just awesome they're really hard-hitting they're the backbone of this movie and I'm an emotional guy like a couple of times I got a little emotional with a couple of those scenes surprisingly enough in this one so like I said I went back and forth throughout this one debating with myself as to whether or not I actually liked it but all in all I think this is a decent movie I think it's worth a watch not in the theater uh, but I would recommend it once it becomes available to stream. I would give this a 6 out of 10. And uh, that's it. Thanks for listening.